إن الحمد لله نحمده تعالى ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة Indeed, in the days that are to come soon, in the upcoming days, the Muslims throughout the world, from the east to the west, shall be receiving a guest, an honorable guest, a dear guest, a guest that is beloved to them, a guest that the Muslims have been yearning for a while for this guest to arrive. Indeed, it is the guest, the honorable guest, the beloved guest, the dear guest of the month of Ramadan. And indeed, the best of people who welcomed this guest, who honored this guest, who were hospitable to this guest, were our righteous Salaf, our pious predecessors, the Salaf al-Salih of this deen. And when a person, when the Muslim, when he looks and he observes how the Salaf were towards Ramadan, how they received Ramadan, how they were hospitable in an honorable manner towards this guest of Ramadan, if we were to do that, then we would end up looking down upon ourselves. We'd end up being embarrassed because of the great degree of difference that exists between the Salaf and how they approached Ramadan and how they spent their time with this guest of Ramadan and how we approach it and how we spend our time with this guest. Among the matters that the Salaf gave great importance to in the month of Ramadan, rather, it is the most important matter. And it is the matter of having muraqabah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being conscious of the fact that Allah, He is seeing you. Being conscious of the fact that Allah is hearing you. Being conscious of the fact that Allah knows your intentions. And thus, as a result of that, the person who has this muraqabah, because of, him, because of him being conscious of Allah watching him, he's only going to fast for Allah. He's only going to fast 
seeking the reward of Allah. He's only going to fast in order to see the face of his Lord, the Most High. For that, re <coughs> for that reason, some of the Salaf, they would not go outside of the house when they were fasting, except to fulfill their daily prayers. They would not leave their house out of fear that people would say that Fulan, Yasum, so-and-so, he is a fasting person. A second matter that we should give importance to in the month of Ramadan is that book which was revealed in the month of Ramadan. Allah Jalla wa Ala has said, Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. The month of Ramadan within which the Qur'an was revealed. Ramadan, that is a month of the Qur'an. It's a month to recite the Qur'an. It's a month to ponder and reflect over the Qur'an. And it's a month to make khatam. It's a month for a person to recite the Qur'an in its entirety. As Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam in Ramadan, he would come to the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam and go over the Qur'an with him in its entirety. In the Ramadan that preceded the passing away of our Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, Jibreel alayhi salam went over the Qur'an with him twice. That therefore indicates, as some of the ulama they say, that it's legislated to make khatam of the Qur'an several times within the month of Ramadan. Not just once, several times. And from the narration of Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhumah, when he said, كَانَ يَلْقَاهُ فِي كُلِّ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ رَمَضَانِ فَيُدَارِسُهُ الْقُرْآنِ That Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam used to meet the Messenger of Allah every night in the month of Ramadan and then go over the Qur'an with him. From this, the ulama they have deduced that the best time, the most suitable time for a person to be reciting the Qur'an and therefore pondering over the Qur'an because it isn't mere recitation that is required or rather pondering over it, reflecting over it. That the best time to do so is when? Is the night time. For indeed Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, in this narration of Ibn Abbas, he would come to the Messenger of Allah and go over the Qur'an every night in the month of Ramadan. Why? Because at night time, that is when your mind is cut off from all distractions. That is when you have finished your worldly matters. The night time, that is when all the young ones in the house, they have gone to bed. At night time, that is that time when you are furthest away from the eyes of others. And therefore you are furthest away from riyah, from showing off. And you are more closer to al-ikhlas. You are more closer to sincerity at night time. So the ulama, they deduce from that. That reciting the Qur'an at night time is better. Recite it in the daytime as well. But that which is the best is to recite it at night time for the aforementioned reasons. Now a person may say, how about the narration where the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam he directed Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As radiallahu ta'ala anhumah not to make khatam of the Qur'an in less than three days. Isn't it the case that the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam said to Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As, directed him not to make the full recitation of Qur'an in less than three days. Then the ulama, they say, that this is in relation 
to al mudawamah this is in relation to reciting the quran and making khatam of the quran in less than three days on a continual permanent basis on a constant habitual basis it is not for us to complete the recitation of the quran in less than three days when that is permanent when that is our habitual practice in an ongoing continuous practice however they say that when it is the case that it's a temporary reason not a permanent reason but for a temporary factor such as Ramadan a virtuous time like Ramadan a person makes khatam of the Quran in less than three days because of a virtuous time like Ramadan or a virtuous place like Mecca for those people who visit Mecca and don't live in Mecca then in those circumstances it is encouraged for a person to capitalize upon the reward that he can attain in those specific temporary situations as has been mentioned by Imam Ahmad Ishaq ibn Rahawai and others as for the third matter concerning how a person should spend the month of Ramadan and what he should give importance to in the month of Ramadan then that is concerning the night prayer Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, he said concerning Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma ni'mar rajal Abdullah lawkana yusalli minal layl what a good and what a good person is Abdullah yani the son of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhuma if only he would he, if only he would pray in the night if only he would pray something from the night prayer after that Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma never ever left off praying the night prayer why because the night prayer or the prayer in general is something when a person engages in this act of worship with devotion with submission with khushu' then it will bring about sweetness in his heart it will bring about a sweet taste for that act of worship that he's engaged in for that reason we find that on an occasion when the messenger of Allah shortened the night prayer and the companions were praying behind him the companions they said Ya Rasulullah oh messenger of Allah if only you could have continued continued praying this non-voluntary prayer for the rest of our night that this the rest of this night of ours why did the companions say this because they felt sweetness in this act of worship that they were engaged in as Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhuma he said wallahi law sahat al-qulub ma shabi'u min al-qur'an he said i swear by allah if the hearts were upright if the hearts were correct they'd never become full and satisfied with the quran so that's the third matter the first having muraqaba of allah consciousness of allah watching you secondly giving importance to the quran the third matter that a person should give importance to in the month of Ramadan is the Qiyam al-Layl, is the night prayer, the Taraweeh, the Tahajjud. As for the fourth matter, and that is giving importance to a sadaqah charity in the month of Ramadan. As the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Afdalu sadaqah, sadaqah fi Ramadan. The best of sadaqah, the best of charity, is charity that is given in the month of Ramadan. Likewise, he alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, 
من فطر من فطر صائما فله مثل اجره غير 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 انه لا ينقص من اجر الصائم شيء the messenger he said whoever breaks the fast of a fasting person meaning he gives him food to break his fast with then he shall have the reward of that fasting person without the reward of that fasting person being diminished in anything and we see how the companions they implemented this abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma he used to love breaking the fast of the poor people he loved breaking his fast with the poor people to such an extent that his family out of pity towards abdullah ibn umar if the poor people would come sometimes they would turn away the poor people out of pity for for the for abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma and when it would be the case that abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma would not have any poor persons fast to break it would overwhelm him he'd become distressed by way of that on an occasion abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma he's about to break his fast so he has some food with him a beggar now comes to him asking for the food what does abdullah ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma do he takes the food and he gives it to the poor person he gives it to the beggar hoping that he'll go home and he'll break his fast at home when he arrives at home lo and behold there is no food for him to break his fast with and thus he fasted the next day on an empty stomach aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa li sa'ir almuslimin astaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd Could I kindly ask the brothers to move forward please So that we have room for the people that are coming in Ayyuhal Muslimoon A fifth matter That a person should bear in mind Give importance to In Ramadan a matter that will aid you and assist you in acts of worship in general in observing and being observant of your deen in general and worshiping Allah in general and likewise in this scenario in this case in this context it will help you in the month of Ramadan and that is the matter of socializing the matter of mixing and socializing with others because if it is the case that a person engages in socializing that is blameworthy then the least thing that it will do is waste away that greatest form of treasure that you have and that is the treasure of your time socializing with other people when you mix with other people categorize people then put them into categories and once you're able to put a person in a relevant category then you can ascertain whether or not this person 
I should socialize with him. I should interact with him or her. And to what degree that socializing and that mixing should be. People, Ahlul Ilm, they mention are of four types. You have that person who is like the da, he's like a sickness. Then you have the second, the person that is like the dawa, he's like the cure, the medicine. You have the third, he is like ta'am, food. And you have the fourth, he is like hawa, he's like air. As for the first person, that is like the da, like the sickness, then they are the people of sharr, they are the people of evil. They are the people who do not remember their Lord. They are a people who do not strive in fulfilling the right of their Lord. They are the people that make their sin and their evil manifest in public. These type of people, they are sickness. And if you mix with them, they'll make you become sick. Therefore be aware of them. As for the second group of people, then they are like the dawa. They are like medicine. Now if it is the case that medicine, all of it is taken, it could kill you. Therefore, this group of people are a people that you only socialize with, that you only mix with, that you only interact with when the need arises, when need be. And then the ulama, they make a mention of, for example, you want your chest to experience some relaxation. So you go sit with this person, He'll give you some hikayat, some akhbar, some news, some information, some uh, and things of this nature. For the Arabs, maybe poetry, he might recite some poetry, something to relax your chest. But you don't engage in this socialization again and again and again. Rather, just like medicine, treat your soul when it needs it. As for the third, those that are like ta'am, like food. Food as well. It's not something that you eat again and again and again and again and thus you destroy yourself but you only eat food two three times a day these people you mix with them you socialize with them but not too much not over you do you do not go overboard with socializing with them but rather at various intervals of the day you will mix with them they might benefit you you might benefit them and so on and so forth but that socialization with them is not something that goes overboard as for the fourth people, however, those that are like oxygen, those that are like hawa, like air, and they are the people of righteousness, they are the people of knowledge, they are the people of salah and ibadah, people of worship, people of devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those people that when you see them, they remind you of Allah. Those people that when they speak, they remind you of Allah. Those people that if you were to cut off from them and not socialize with that category of people, not interact ever with that category of people, absolutely, then just like oxygen will end up, a lack of oxygen will end up killing you in a similar fashion. If you detach away, if you detach away from this group of people, socializing with them, mixing with them, hearing from them, then this type of people, the people of righteousness, the people of knowledge, the people of salah and ibadah, when you detach yourselves absolutely from them, then sooner or later, you'll bring about the death of your own heart. Therefore, the point is, Ya Ibadallah, that concerning this month of Ramadan, it's a precious month. It's a treasure. Therefore, capitalize upon this treasure of the month of Ramadan. 
that is about to come and do not waste and squander your time with excessive and meaningless socialization wallahu ta'ala a'lam wa sallallahu ma ala nabiyyina muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin wa aqimus salah